Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, this is Hampton Young, and I just want to let you guys know, the listeners, that we take this pretty seriously. We joke around about depression and suicide and dark thoughts, but in actuality, we really want our audience to feel safe and secure. And if you're dealing with those sorts of dark, swirling, awful thoughts, we would prefer if you right now put down the podcast and call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Uh, it's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they're great people. They have the resources that can help you g- deal with the situation and get through it a little bit uh, more medically professional than us. And Dave and I are very happy that you're with us, so keep listening. You know just what to do when It's, this is how a priest should just open up a, a service at church. He goes, okay, okay, show of hands. Who here came from the Bible? Who, came, who here came because they okay, read the Bible? clap if this is your first time at church. <laughs> okay, okay. F- okay, first timers, first timers, one by one. How'd you find out about the show? The Bible? Okay, okay, How'd okay. How'd you find okay. out about God? <laughs> No, How'd you find out about God? The Bible? A friend. Okay. I'll believe, uh, just if everybody could sign the email list at the end, and I'll just hit you up about future shows I'm doing. I'll be, I'll be talking doing, about this book uh, in the future. I'm doing, I'm doing a sermon at a bowling alley. Uh, there's a separate room in, you know, you get it. I fucking get it. comedy show stuff. <laughs> I guess the argument I'm trying to make is that comedians should get the same kind of tax exempt status as, as priests. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we yeah. fuck the same amount of kids. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got to pay taxes on my pedophilia, but they don't. I, I don't want to be all Bill Maher, but what the fucking shit? <laughs> that's that's Larry the Cable Guy yeah. yelling at the IRS. Hey, dude. <laughs> These pedophilia taxes are going through the fucking roof. <laughs> pedophilia tax. <laughs> it is crazy. I had never thought of that, like how pe- how rampant pedophilia is Whoa, and what? how they don't pay taxes. <laughs> That's like a really weird... <laughs> oh, shit. Well, it's all a front. You know? The church is merely a front for the pedophilia. Uh, absolutely. Uh, that's happening all across this great nation. Hampton and I were talking about um, places to start comedy shows in L.A., and we were just thinking it would be really great to start one in a chain restaurant. Yeah. Like a McDonald's. Sort of <laughs> El Pollo Loco. El Pollo Loco <laughs> would be really guy. great. The crazy guy show. <laughs> this, the chicken's crazy as much as the stand-up. <laughs> no, we totally I, 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 even I, fuck that up and call the show like El Pollo Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we the, fucked up. The comedy chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Still kind of works. It, I guess it's El Pollo Comedy is a better name than El Comedy Loco, for sure. I just want the big payday. (laughs) I mean, you know, I want the the chain sponsorship. I want the tax-exempt status. I want to do corporate comedy. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Y'all ever IBM? That's when I have a BM in the morning. (laughs) 
shut up. He's talking. <laughs> oh doing corporate God. comedy. Damn it. It has you know to be at IBM for You know work. when you hear something for the first time, but you know it's been said a billion times? Yeah. <laughs> like, IBM, UBM. Yeah. What the fuck all is BM this We for ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do actually. That's oh, actually pretty wow, that's factual. A really good. We point. all BM from ice cream. That's actually, actually a more. very amazing point. <laughs> yeah, dairy makes you shit. Yeah, suicide buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows the shitting in my life has contributed to some of my depression. Absolutely, or not shitting. You know what I'm saying? Well, high I've, five, Dad. <laughs> it's it's almost like a constant <laughs> reminder that I'm like, I guess I'm never gonna really change my diet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, I guess this is, I'm just going to be in pain all the time. <laughs> you oh know? my God. You should eat your diet, man. No, dude. <laughs> like, there's garlic fries. They, they keep putting mm. garlic on new things. That's true. And making food better. That's true. I mean, food is amazing. If you really think of the history Damn, of like, dude. How, far, how far we've come. Wow. It's amazing. It's true. We used to eat fucking rocks. <laughs> There was rocks, uh, rocks, was rocks and dirt. Yeah, <laughs> rocks and, and dirt. And then we invented the wheel, and we ate wheels. <laughs> Dude, and then finally, we found fire, and we started eating hot rocks, hot <laughs> and hot dirt. Salt for the first time, you have a salted rock. Cooked salt. Like, oh, yeah. mm, I see what the rock's doing now. Yeah, dude, mm, bringing out the flavor. <laughs> it's funny that, like, yes, food was basically so bad that seasoning is why we just have colonialism. Like, right. people are like, "Oh, I heard there's flavors in a different country. There's spices in China. We should go. <sighs> Let's go over there and sneeze on everyone and murder them with genocide. We want to get the spices, smallpox, back here." quickly so let's go the other way dude I, I cannot tell you how bland this fucking chicken is i'm totally fine with I, millions of people dying. i've always thought that was so funny about those explorers the ones that found the new world they were like oh man i'll bet you it's faster if we go the other way <laughs> let's go the way where we fucking don't know what's over there and then whatever we hit we'll just say it it's china it's china <laughs> Uh, whatever, it's Chinatown. Okay, there we go. Same thing. We, nice. We we saved it. Well, these guys have different tasting dirt and rocks. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. This this should be a church. This would get tax exempt status. What we're, we're saying that futon that you're sitting on. We yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah we start the church with the futon. It's more like a uton right now. You know what I mean. <laughs> I do corporate comedy. You do like bachelor pad comedy. You go to people's apartments. Futon, more like you talk. <laughs> the corniest bachelor pad comedian ever. More like you Don, huh? Wow. <laughs> Uh, you guys staying hydrated? More like hydrated. You know what I mean? Beer. I'll be I'll be selling merch after the sex. <laughs> I'm selling oh, merch man. after we fuck. <laughs> Put on hey, a- can I watch you fuck someone you met on Tinder? <laughs> I ask it's a, a lot of people. It's a that. Tinder for just people who want to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty totally. good concept, which man. is just HBO. I'm worried we're giving away too many ideas that aren't patented on this podcast. 
That's true. We should end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> or or we start could, it. We'll mail it to ourselves. The it's episode? Like, it's like a free patent. Oh, that's true. You just got to mail it to yourself. Yeah, Aristotle, mail this to us before you release it, Aristotle, please. Aristotle, could you mail this to us? <laughs> hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. Hi, I'm Hampton Young. And this is Suicide Buddies. Aristotle's here. He's not a cat. He is our wonderful producer. And he's not a cat. I maintain that he is a cat. Well, did you hear that? Did you hear cats that? Cats cough. Oh, cats can't <laughs> cough. Now? I guess. In- Dude, what would be freakier than a cat with a human cough? <laughs> Your cat <coughs> funk comes in. <coughs> <coughs> Wow, that's Sup. so funny. <laughs> Sup, dude. <coughs> My cat has a weird meow. What's up? 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 Oh my god, dude. What's up? What's up? What's up? I tell you, I tell you where science went wrong. When we started ironically breeding animals. What's up? <laughs> we keep breeding cats. Like, dude, it'll be so funny. I've worked for like 10 years to breed the perfect meow that just sounds like a dude go, what's up? And within a what's day, up? you're like, kill this fucking thing. Dude, what's up? <laughs> I think he's hungry. Does he need new litter? <laughs> What's up? 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 Uh, you know, after we fucked up with labradoodles and pugs and all these animals that shouldn't exist, I feel the what's up cat is possibly the most dangerous animal to you. You just lose your fucking mind. <laughs> you heard one like down the street in your neighborhood. What's up? Either further does it like, what's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, feed your fucking cat, dude. <laughs> hey, man. You gonna fucking take care of your what's up cat? <laughs> fucking bro. Or even, we're even more aggressive. The cat's just like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I, fuck I, you. I still like what's up. But also, we then genetically engineer it where its neck kind of like evolves a puka shell necklace. <laughs> and like a Dave Matthews band. Like... <laughs> You know, well, then the it would be even better if front you could, of its fur. The cat's meow sounds like Dave Matthews saying, crash into me. <laughs> crash into me. What's up? Crash into me. Crash into me. Ah, uh, science. Your skirt a little more. <laughs> I don't believe in it. That's the start of my church. Uh, you found yourself at a mental health comedy podcast where we get stupid to get through it. Get stupid. <laughs> To get through the uh, wow, the dark I've never times. said that before. That's really <laughs> cheesy, but I also like it. I thought that was super real. Like I thought that was a great <laughs> get stupid <laughs> get to get stupid. through it. Yeah, like uh, yeah, what, yeah. what's the way to stop thinking about your problems? Is you start making fart noises? Totally. You start getting stupid. It is. I get there, to your lower brain. I would say it's like a very good immediate tourniquet for someone who is suicidal just in the sense that like the reason you're looking to commit suicide right is you want to end this pain and uh, you also could just think about farting (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) you know we put the buddies in suicide (laughs) yeah before that it was just suicide uh (laughs) 
No, it's weird how like it's probably. I mean, not to not to like lo- make it a lofty notion, farting. But I mean, exactly. Yeah, it's like farting is probably the most universal thing. Everybody laughs at it. Babies laugh at it. Smart people laugh at it. Dumb people. I mean, I will say, like at at first listen to me saying that that sounds very very reductive of depression and i know that (laughs) but also when i'm at my deepest darkest most fucked up completely suicidal depression the beginning of me getting out of it is just stopping thinking about it and then after i've stopped thinking about it for enough time for me to have the tiniest bit of distance then i can start dealing with it and so i actually do kind of mean it like like i'm fine to fucking Calvin and Hobbes book, watch fucking some movie you think is really funny. Re- take, take all of this complex evil thought and replace it with just a little bit of lightheartedness for a moment. I do think that's I'll, good advice. I'll take, I'll take ownership of it and call it a Hampton Helpful Hint. Oh, good. Number 10. You mean the thing I just said? Check it out. <laughs> but I'm going to reduct it. I'm going to oh, do it good. reductive. <laughs> Where it's oh, way great. worse. Okay. Hampton Helpful Hint number 10. Fart. <laughs> you get it. Just fucking fart. Have you ever fart seen physically or mentally fart? Actually, yeah. Sometimes your brain just needs to fart. Just fart. Yeah. Just get it out. Get the goofs out. Have you ever seen um, that movie, The Last King of Scotland? With yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen it in a long Idi time. Amin, the movie about him. I yeah, think. yeah. Uh, with Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I uh, the scene I remember the most in that movie is right at the beginning. I mean, it's a story of Idi Amin's doctor who was like yeah, yeah. visiting from Australia or South Africa or something. Uh, this white guy who like got swept up in the charisma of this dictator and didn't really understand. He didn't really notice that the guy was committing genocide. That's the story. Yeah, and uh, so at the beginning. <laughs> The doctor has just been like made a part of his team and he gets a call. He's like, go over to his office now. And uh, Forrest Whitaker is just like losing his mind, screaming in pain, my stomach, my stomach. Oh my God, I'm dying. And he's like examining him and he, the guy's screaming and freaking out. And then he's like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he, he like, he's like, sit down. Uh, and then the doctor stands behind him, reaches over him, puts a baseball bat over his belly pulls inward and says, all right, stand up. And then they stand up together and he lets out a massive fart. And then he immediately feels better. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he was committing genocide. He needed to fart. fart. (laughs) All right. Welcome to genocide buddies. I'm (laughs) (laughs) that is apologizing for horror. No, I know if I have like a burp or something like it totally, it literally, I feel like I have pressure on me and I'm like, have to like sit down. Yeah. You need your mom to burp. I know it's so sad. (laughs) I mean, there has to be something there on almost like a, biological level like babies are like screaming until they burp yeah like the mom has to do it almost like for them at first well there's also i mean you know we're dumb about it but the reason hampton's helpful hints are real is that it's (laughs) like there are so many things that are just sort of like you can just feel bad because your body needs something (laughs) like for i just realized i definitely have really bad allergies Oh and that affects God. my depression bad, dude, because I'm, like, congested all the time. This just and has yet- been fucking me up the last three days. Well, the air has been particularly fucked up in L.A. lately. And I was, fires, like, pissed off and, like, really just feeling shitty because of the fires. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then my ear was in pain. And then I was like, oh, my God, I definitely have 
some ear, nose, and throat problems. I have to figure this out. And I'll bet you I'll like I'll like start taking some very simple over the counter thing and feel a liter a little bit better. I took a Claritin <laughs> today. Yeah. And it's like immediately different. <laughs> That's what I've heard about it's allergies. Been, it's been fucking insane because I didn't for one, it's great because it's non drowsy, but it's also like, man, these last three days, it's like I can't drink enough water. Like I have a thirst mm-hmm. that can't stop and I'm like sneezing constantly and just like my eyes are, you know, red and everything and I can't stop smoking pot, you know? So it's, it's like, <laughs> totally. and it can't clearly be that. And I keep no. throwing my father's <laughs> ashes in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Plus all just my problems, you know? No, so yeah, I don't know. Immediate change, dude. You got to get that Clarendon. Dude. Also now, like once every 90 seconds, the what's up cat pops into my head and I just like <laughs> what's, up? what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> what's and, up? Okay, I got it. It's a cat that goes what's up and then you genetically breed a dog that goes um actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the most passive dog and the most aggressive cat. What if I don't know. Okay, I, can um, I can I amend it just a little yeah, bit? Please. Okay. What if in the dog same personality? Okay. But the dog the cat's like, "What's up?" And then the dog goes, "Nothing." <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. 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 Not much. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. What's up? Nothing. What's up? Nothing. What's up? Nothing. What's up? Today, every owner of. <laughs> The Nothing Dogs and What's Up Cats has committed suicide. No note necessary. Everyone knew exactly why they were doing it. No note necessary. The police connected the dots immediately. I love the idea that the press was like, they didn't leave a note. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) They weigh in every suicide. All right. (laughs) And the number of notes written by this guy comes in at zero. (laughs) What a fucking dick. Ah, shit. And in the background, you hear the cat going, what's up? What's up? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Um, This week, we are, I know that we both have a couple things to to plug, but I want to say a light segue into the second half. We're going to be, we posted a question on Twitter and on Facebook, and the question was, what video games help you through depression? either just to get through it or help you get out of the depression. And we got a shitload of answers um, on both. So thank you all for uh, connecting with us on social media. We're at Buddies Pod on Twitter, and the Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash suicide buddies. It's a uh, closed group, so you have to type the whole URL in to find it. Um, And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some of the video games you guys told us you use and talk about the ones that we use and just generally have a conversation about how we all uh, use media to move through sadness. Yeah, We game our way through the darkness. Game out, dude. (laughs) Gamergate 2 through the darkness. (laughs) Gamergate 2. Yeah, and, uh, guys, you know, write us at uh, buddiesbuddiesbuddies at Gmail uh, for just maybe, like, suggestions for like additional video game related, you know, things to this sort of topic because I I thought it was great just how much of a response we got yeah. and people seem to actually really like touched a nerve, you know, where they're like I actually definitely game my way through, you know. Yeah, I think a lot times. of people fucking do, man. So if people have like a suggestion for another way we could kind of do another episode about this sort of thing. And, oh yeah. Know. 
Totally, yeah. We've like we've talked about songs uh, that help you out of depression, songs that are about depression that you like, movies, and but yeah, any anything we would love to do, like Hampton just said, more episodes about the ways that people cope or things that you like that are other people coping, books, movies, whatever. Yeah. And if there are things that we're not thinking of, types of media, types of anything, please let we us know. We just love the suggestions and you know, yeah. glad you're alive, guys. Yeah, we uh, love you. We are, <laughs> we are in love with you. I'm going to be doing uh, some live dates coming up. Uh, December 12th, I'll be in Atlanta. Don't I'll be doing uh, one up. <laughs> Go listen oh, to him. Good, good promo. <laughs> Don't show up. He's, Don't buy tickets. He's lying. Do not come out to this. <laughs> this is a war crime. Um, I think it, I was saying December 12th, one up comedy in Atlanta. It should be at like the Highland uh, like ballroom or something. Cool. And then I'll be in Wilmington uh, December 13th and 14th at uh, the Dead Crow Comedy Club. And then December 15th, um almost like have it finished but it's trying to set up a show in vienna uh virginia might be in dc but yeah wow that's rad dude i've heard uh that highland ballroom in atlanta is the shit i haven't done it yet. looks great yeah yeah yeah. yeah. they seem really legit and they're very like uh you know super honest about i fucking love atlanta so much dude i have to go back there i haven't been there in too long oh and uh Uh, tickets should be up at hamptonyunt.com i'll try and get those up as soon as possible but guys uh follow me on bands in town uh that's always a helpful way for me to get tickets um you know sold and (laughs) know know how many people are showing up to this shit y'all dude y'all dude y'all dude um yeah and you know buy my album but (laughs) i keep saying that and I'm going to keep saying it. Sex.guns.beer <laughs> is the URL. I'll shut up probably at some point at the end of the year. But buy my record or listen on Spotify. Or, man, you know what would be fucking sick, dude, if, is if my album became a torrent. That would be dope. That would, <laughs> that would be so tight. I, <laughs> that would, it would just mean, I don't know, it would, all, it would just mean a certain level of success in my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you could honestly take Dave's <laughs> audio and put over like Hong Kong... <laughs> Like, oh you know, wow! A vocabulary over it, so we really know it's like super torrented. It's been, it's been on the dark web. Oh my god, dark yeah. web, Dave. You could just take, <laughs> yeah, call, yes, change the name of the album to "The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Onion" and uh, <laughs> by Dark Web Dave Ross. Uh, <laughs> Sex guns onion. Oh, you know, we uh, wanted to shout out uh, Coco Hames, the person who. Uh, made our theme song that didn't make our theme song but it's her song that she's graciously allowed us to use yeah someone shouted her out and added us on twitter recently and it occurred to us that we haven't shouted her out in a while which is a bummer because it's like yeah like hampton just said it's so cool of her to lend her song to us as our theme song it's called i don't want to go it's on her self-titled record that's out now on merge records coco hames c-o-c-o-h-a-m-e-s she's fucking yeah check her the out. best man yeah Bunch of live um, performances on YouTube and stuff you can check out. Yeah. Also, her old bands are so good that her band, the Ets, Parting Gifts. Oh, she's yeah, the, the shit. Ets. Yeah, dude. They were huge. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, we're going to uh, take a break, and like, there's going to be an ad for some fucking podcast on Starburns, probably. <laughs> some fucking trash that you shouldn't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, check it out. <laughs> check it out, guys. Some garbage from yeah, our check, bad network. Check that fucking garbage out. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what they say, cause I'm gonna get my 
What's up, fuckers? <laughs> What's up, prank stankers? Y'all prank just stankers. got pranked. <laughs> you guys thought this was a podcast. It's actually advertisements for things that... <laughs> Dave and I need you to buy and support. That's so funny. (laughs) Yo, what's up, Target shoppers? (laughs) You're listening to Suicide Buddies. (laughs) This is a targeted ad. Yo, clean up in aisle three. You know what I mean? (laughs) Someone's dead. (laughs) Um. Yeah, hey, we're fucking back. Something that we didn't mention. We're fucking back, dude. <laughs> what's, uh, up? what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, what's up? What's up? Um, we used our time productively in the break. We did, and we listened to another podcast on Starburns Audio, a <laughs> network filled with podcasts that I love. No, Dave, we designed a shirt. <laughs> we did. It's ready to Top go. Top to bottom. We found a designer. We asked for a design. It's done now. Um, no, yeah, we forgot to say this the first half. Uh, we have a new shirt up on our Threadless, suicidebuddies.threadless.com. This one, you might have seen us share this graphic around. It's designed by a fan of Suicide Buddies named Shay Scranton. He's at Shay Scranton on Instagram. That's at S-H-A-Y-S-C-R-A-N-T-O-N. Uh, he's also in the Facebook group. Um, we've talked a little bit. The design is he turned Suicide Buddies into a black metal band for uh, for us. It's fucking it's twisted, incredible. Dude. It is twisted. The design on our uh, threadless, uh, I'm calling Black Metal Infowars, because that was what Shay called it when he emailed it to us. Because I think he came up with it when we t- talked about Black Metal Infowars on the show like a year ago. I think that's when it started. To the very day, a year ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it makes uh-huh. sense that it's October. Yeah. From October to October, it's a scary, the suicide it's a buddy's story. Scary short, you know. <laughs> and I think I think people want to be scared. And guys, check it out. It's a Halloween shirt. It it's, is like a horror black metal metal themed awesome. shirt. It looks so fucking dope. And so yeah, this is this is our fucking Halloween shirt, man. And it just says "Glad you're alive." I think in like suicide buddies, and then "Glad you're alive." And then at the like, bottom, there's an arrow. Uh, Cutting awesome. a bunch of nooses. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best, dude. I love it. Thank you so, so much. much, Shay. Yeah. Uh, so get that shirt. We're putting it up for a limited time for just the Halloween season this year. Then it'll be gone. Like a ghost. Yeah, it'll get die. It? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a ghost and he just keeps killing himself. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> oh, no. Casper, the suicidal ghost. I actually really want to do an episode. Uh, well, we should do more episodes <laughs> of the show. Oh, I get it. But mm-hmm. uh, for the Patreon, <laughs> that would be like uh, uh, like horror movies or where there's a suicide in them. Because mm-hmm. I started thinking about it. I'm like, there's so fucking many. And I really just immediately, when I was talking about a ghost killing itself, I just remembered in Beetlejuice. When the couple tries to freak them, like the family moving in at first, they just like hang themselves in the closet and like all that stuff that like the family can't see them doing all that shit. Hell yeah, dude. Just rip off their heads. (laughs) I mean, I love death. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we should do a podcast, do episodes on it. yeah, so we, we put this question out online uh, in the Facebook group. Again, facebook.com slash group slash Suicide Buddies. And on the Twitter, at BuddiesPod. The question is, what video games get you through or help you out of depression? And we got so many answers. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for chipping in. You know what's funny is 
there are I mean, there's a lot of repeats, but the the first one I see a lot of is Assassin's Creed. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I keep seeing Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> really? That's the one I keep <laughs> seeing all the time. But you see Assassin's Creed? Yeah. So different. Like Facebook is <laughs> maybe more. It's like a lot of Assassin's Creed, Skyrim, uh, Final Fantasy, different Final Fantasies. I love it, dude. These are the big players. Yeah, <laughs> these are these are the people you would think maybe it would be a certain Mario, a certain Sonic of some sort, but nope, it's <laughs> it's these guys. This is the one that I saw. Uh, I keep seeing a little bit of also, uh, and I just got it, so I'm very excited that people are into it. It's Zelda Majora's Mask. Whoa, there's like that's in there multiple times. Multiple times. Interesting. And I keep get people kind of keep suggesting it for this reason. And somebody wrote this on the Twitter. They go, "It's a game where the characters are forced to confront the inevitability. Sorry, to confront the inevitability of death." I love how some make the most of it out of every moment and others continue with the routine as if it were any other day. It's both macabre and charming. It, I love it flaws and all. <laughs> wow. It's <laughs> such a nice thing. I can't wait. I just got it. You just got Majora's Mask? I've never played it. Where did you, what did you get it for? The DS, dude, right Oh, here. cool. The that's great, dude. DS. Yeah, that's one of the ones that I have never played. I played Ocarina of Time. I played... Uh, um, that's the only other N64 one, right? It's Ocarina yeah. of Time and Majora's Mask, right? Yeah. yeah. I've played so many of them, but never that one. I mean, I will say, it makes sense to me, Zelda, Assassin's Creed, Skyrim, like you can, it's another, literally a whole other world. That's true. That you can just go be in. Yeah. Final Fantasy is similar. Well, people have really fallen into the whole Red Dead Redemption thing. And right. I think it is that whole thing of like, it gives you like chores. It gives you a purpose. There's some sort of goals, you know, you're meeting and hitting. And I think that's the escapism, right? Is yeah. like, I mean, it, I find a little bit those open ended things too intimidating because I'm like, it just reminds me of all the things I'm not doing in my life. I'm like, wait, I'm making a fake farm? I don't even a real farm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so funny. <laughs> the fuck? That's so funny because like that makes total sense to me. But then I'll bet for a lot of people it like feels productive, but without stakes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I, I think I've talked about it. I talked about it last episode, how I like sort of, I'm like, I, I was in a really bad depression and I, I'm still there, but I'm like slowly pulling out of it. And when it was really bad, I was playing a lot of Breath of the Wild but I've already beaten it and I've beaten almost all the downloadable content. And so I'm literally just like finding the Korok seeds of which there are 900. <laughs> oh, this is and like the little things. Where yeah. They, the absolute Dude, last OCD detail to finish the game. Totally. I've done all of the side quests, all of the shrine quests, all of the DLC quests, except for three. I have left to like, I have like three or four or five, treasure chests left to find and then there are <laughs> 900 korok seeds and there i mean if i could briefly explain it you find these seeds and then you use the seeds there's a character you talk to you give him the seeds and he makes your stash of weapons shields or 
bows bigger. And every time you want to make the stash mm. bigger, you need exponentially more seeds. So it's like there are 900 available seeds in the entire world, and you need something like 440 to fill up your stash entirely. And they're hidden everywhere. Every one of them, there's like little puzzles you have to do. It's mind-blowing to me that they made this game, and this is the least, this is the smallest part of the game, and there's fucking 900 of them. <laughs> uh, uh, question, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, totally. <laughs> These I could, games get so like specific. It's so funny. So intricate, yeah. You're like, and you were going, you're like, I've got three more chests I gotta find. I got this many seeds. It's just like, it becomes like a chore list. Of, it's a chore uh, list, yeah. Well, things. and you know, honestly, the reason that I, like I, when I wasn't like feeling myself in a depressive hole, I was like, I'm not gonna do that. But then literally, for me, I need to do something to occupy my brain because anytime I do anything that isn't focused, that is only involves thought, I'm like just screaming in my head. And that's why I like, and so it's good that I beat everything else because if I needed to actually think in the game, then I would get back into the fucking fake arguments I was having in my head. But the fact that I can just run around these fake fields and look for little seeds is what helps me. I want to, I want to like, this is so funny. Uh, like if you, you know, you get away from all the problems in your life and then you get into the game and the game's just like a version of the problems in your life. It's like, I'm playing like I'm fighting with my girlfriend, the game. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just leave me alone. And then you like plug in. And you're like, listen, just leave me alone. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. I think uh, a, a lot about the movie Her as we've talked about this. Oh, wow, yeah. Because I kind of forgot that that was like a weird part of the movie is that he games, and he's deeply depressed the whole time. You know, yes. it's like the whole movie is about him finding himself and getting out of his depression. But they keep showing him kind of like, you know, gaming at night, and he's doing a very kind of a Zelda cutesy game where it's like puzzle, you know, like he just wants to lose himself in this little world. Right. And... uh I don't know. I looked at that at the time, and I was like, "Man, that's that's dark." Because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and then, like, is that the type of game? Because yeah, you said you don't want to do something that seems even close to reality. What what games do you play? Star Fox, dude. Is Star true? Fox solves all my problems. No, I mean, I game a a cup. I do play Star Fox. I did play that for the DS, but yeah. that's kind of a quick play. I mean, yeah, I don't think Star Fox. But specifically, be when you're like play. hitting a bad depression, what do you find yourself playing? I'm kind of coming from the other end now, where I've had to stop because, like, oh. I was I was playing uh, Shadows of Mordor, mm -hmm. and I basically, yeah same situation as you i got i basically beat the game but then it was like the last 90 percent of the game are like little things you can just you know go beat a war chieftain that you don't need to and you know you'll beat the game but the game's already beaten right and i already had that with this uh batman game it's like i'll get to like around close like i finished the game but there's still these little mini games i can beat right and that's where i have to stop why? Because if I keep going, uh, especially like with Shadows of Mortar, I was just gaming too much and I just oh, yeah. hated myself about it. And I just was like, I like being productive. I, I mean, maybe I obsess about it even. Yeah. And maybe it's a negative, but it's also kind of a necessary part of my life is to like obsess about my career for like <laughs> sure. a couple hours a day, work on it, make, make 
you know make moves make moves yeah totally. all, all that little shit otherwise i'll just be like oh my god you know like i'm losing my life you know yeah but i think it's enjoyable and you need it but it's same as a lot of things it's like moderation is always key and yeah. when i see, feel myself dipping into like obsessive mode you know like i'll just eat up the the, the work day like i oh. know i could uh, sorry sorry i was i am i cutting it no you're not I just, you know, like if it's a totally open day, I know in the back of my head that like a lot of business stuff with comedy, you need to get it done during the day because all the rest of the world follows normal business hours. So it's like I'll game during the day and like I could have just waited till night, you know, when I just would have been free. So that's where it was getting obsessive where it's like. I don't even need to be doing this right now. No one's saying I can't play this. I just should play it later. Right. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was, I, I, I'm glad that you brought this up because this definitely needs to be a part of our conversation about gaming is it's like, I feel like gaming is, a, is different from movies and like talking about movies and music as an escape or a like path to help you deal with depression or like find something that matches your depression to like sort of just like power through it or feel it or whatever. Um, it's a little different with gaming because you're an active participant in it. So you can become obsessed and it can become an addiction in a way that movies and TV and music really can't though. I guess yeah. maybe it can, but it's no, way you're, more you're addictive. On something. Yeah. Yeah. People have literally like, you know, like the World of Warcraft, like phenomenon. There were a ton of stories where it was yeah. like, my son's addicted. But yeah, then, I mean, people were, who like, literally got expelled stories. from school for not going to school because they marriage, were marriage, lost their jobs. Yeah, totally because products. it became their yeah. So this is obviously yes inside of us <laughs> well, don't, talking. Yeah, don't do that <laughs> about what? <laughs> I'm just now realizing. I'm like, well, folks, just don't do that. <laughs> right. Well, don't do that. But also, just, just like. I mean, yeah, we're talking about a little bit of a dicey subject because, look, I, you know, I'm all for uh, using whatever is at your disposal that doesn't hurt yourself and others to get yourself hmm. into a better place. But one, if it's not working and you're just obsessing or two, if you are feeling better and then you find yourself trapped in it, like this isn't the real world, you know, <laughs> and know that and remember that, that like sure maybe it helps you feel a little better maybe it helps you f move through it but it's not your friends and it's not your life you know what i mean yeah and somebody, remember that uh, like wrote to us uh and her name is a swiss gender woman oh wow funny she goes animal crossing except i turned it to it a little too much and made things worse and then like she made like an emoji face um and that's exactly what we're talking about but i mean i i love a lot of these suggestions and i think you know you know what? I'm going to say, if you're going to game, make it a cute game, at least. You know, hmm. a lot of people are recommending Katamari. What was that? I don't know Katamari. I see it in here, um, but I don't know that. I always can't remember the last thing. Katamari Damacy, but it's like, I've played it. It's so goofy. It's like, you know, Pac-Man level vibes. Yeah. It's just dumb escape. It's so funny. It's like, there are two opposite sides of the spectrum. A lot of people say just like immersive, hyper-realistic yeah. worlds, Metal Gear Solid, shit like that, Bioshock, goddamn, 
or it's like very goofy, silly Animal Crossing, Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man is like an immersive world, I suppose. Uh, a couple people said Minesweeper. I love that a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's like more where I'm coming from. Just like shut off my brain, make me numb so I can like have a few days of respite from yeah. my head screaming. <laughs> yeah. And I will, I don't know, man. I, I know I harp on things. Uh, dude, you should see the new Joker, dude. That'll get all the bad thoughts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know I harp on things, but I but I like... Uh, I, I, yeah, we're talking about a dangerous subject, I'm realizing. And I don't want to oh. encourage at all people being like, video games will get me out of this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's pretty important, I think, for you and I to say that. <laughs> <laughs> While we're saying, like, yes, media can help. But, like, I don't know. I know there are some people that are listening that don't leave their house a lot. That, like, their life is sort of like job than gaming. And look, whatever, you know? Yeah, but, totally. like... Be good to yourself and be a good person in there. Take break. There's a reason that the Wii forced you to stop playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, get sunlight, get vitamin D, drink fluids, see human beings in your life, tell people you love them. That's the real shit. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I just wanted to definitely provide some sort of balance to it. Uh, yeah. Somebody, uh, to make the other argument that of how much it helps their life, uh, somebody who we've talked to before, uh, Carrie Crean, uh, I think that's how you say your last name, uh, wrote this on Twitter. She says, been playing The Sims since the first version came out. L people really love The Sims. And it's a very cute game, so I'll give it that. When, a lot of Sims. When, when I'm depressed as fuck and feel like everything is spiraling, it gives me just a little sense of control, even if the life I have control over control over is just a weird AI version of mine. <laughs> oh, right. that's interesting to do a Sims that's a close version of your own life. Wow, funny. That would never occur to me. <laughs> Man, I guess that makes sense, though. It's sort of like Second Life was pretty popular. Right. Second Life. That was the... I thought that was what that game was. I never thought people made a Sims version of their own life. I don't think that that's what she means, right? I don't, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I think... I mean, Sims is close to real life in the sense that you are... The character is a person and there's a house. That's my <laughs> guess of what she means. I don't um, know. Because, like... She's saying she made, like, a Sim version... Oh, okay. Did I just totally uh, miss that? She goes, it's just a weird AI version of mine. I don't know. I, imagine oh, yeah. this I mean, yeah, you same. name it yourself and you like <laughs> pick a character that looks like you, I guess. Wow, You're that's like, funny. It's just like me. It's just like my family, but I do have machine gun arms. <laughs> I mean... I find it increases the problems. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like maybe you're playing Metal Gear. <laughs> Dude, Metal Gear Sims crossover. Think about it, dude. <laughs> it's, it's like if my life, just regular my life, but I'm in an exploding clown car. <laughs> <Of Yeah. that. laughs> yeah, dude. It's like I like Twisted Metal because there's a character that looks just like me. <laughs> the one that drives that ice cream truck. I'm a, I'm a sadistic clown, and so... <laughs> yeah, that I like game to, was so formative. That game was for fucking me. crazy. Loved dude. it. <laughs> I loved all the battle royale games that you can play with friends and totally. stuff like that. I mean, that was one of the best. I feel like Twisted Metal was the first one of those games that I played too. Oh, like, yeah? well, well, what are other games like that that you can think of? I, I definitely know what you mean. With that was one of the first like PlayStation games. Yeah, and that was such a huge system for our generation and stuff like that. I think of Goldeneye a lot as a. Oh, a brawl right. game, Super Smash, of course. Right. Um, Goldeneye was the first one then. But yeah. 
Yeah, but Twisted Metal was like just like Mario Kart Battle Mode, but uh, <laughs> on stupid. <crack. laughs> Made by the Jackass team. <laughs> totally. Like I think Steve O programmed that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean they just took the idea of a demolition derby and added guns, Wee! right? Isn't that basically what they did? What if my dick was a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted metal. <laughs> I also think of just like that game and like uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, like yeah. the music that was going on in these games, like yeah, 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 so influenced. Yeah, somebody made this point as a joke, but it's so true. It's like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, was probably as formative for a generation as like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> like funny, literally everyone. Mm-hmm. Played that fucking game, Amiibo, Amiibo. <laughs> wow, that's so that's so true. Amoeba. That's so funny too because like um, that song specifically, Amoeba, that's, is like an old song. Yeah, <laughs> there's no re. It was like the best curated playlist. Yeah. It was a bunch of good hip hop. There was like Run DMC on there too. Yeah, wasn't uh, like Cypress Hill on there. Yeah, and then yeah, that one fucking Offspring song. Uh, they just played all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I sad love thing that is song. that song also got used for Crazy Taxi. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Because I played a lot of Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi used all of Ixnay on the Ombre. I oh, think. really? The album is like just the Crazy Taxi <laughs> thing. And then all I, I mean, yeah, I don't is know. Is that the album with the like, it might have my been man's got a girlfriend, man, she hates that bitch. <laughs> is that that, well, that that terrible song? I think that's an on Americana, that's the same right. as the Pretty Fly. That's right. Pretty Fly for a mixed guy. <laughs> what race is this guy? <laughs> He's Pretty Fly for an Armenian guy. <laughs> It like goes through the whole thing. I, <laughs> all the girlies say he's pretty fly for a dog. <laughs> well, they he's did a dog. A, they did a twenty three and me on the pretty fly <laughs> for a white guy. <laughs> Turns out he's ninety eight percent Sioux Indian. <laughs> Ninety-eight percent. Ninety-eight, and then two percent water. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking god! I don't even know what's happening. Um, That's how you do body math, uh, dude. Body math. Most people are like, call your next album body math. Most people are seventy-five percent water. Fuck that, dude. I don't give two (laughs) percent. Oh man, I feel like shit all the time. <laughs> I need sixty-eight percent more water, dude. Uh, uh, dust skin keeps blowing away in the wind. My cells are imploding. <laughs> but at uh, least I'm mostly Sioux Indian. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that riff went in a really interesting place. Uh, Animal Crossing, I've never played, and a lot of people have said Animal Crossing. I oh, think yeah, that's yeah. So, like a lot of people. Um, I've never played. I've played as the like human dog character in Smash Brothers. Uh, <laughs> okay. The like dog with uh, human like, hands. They use all the amalgamation of like all the worlds to yeah. make them fight for people. in Smash Brothers. Yeah. So why would somebody in Animal Crossing be fighting for their life? 
What's happening? Did they lose I don't the know. farm? Like, I, do they? You know, that's a question for the people at Smash Brothers, <laughs> man. <laughs> You're always playing Smash Brothers, and I just, I know. Uh, always. Come on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm just. Do they give any sort of context to why they're fighting? Or is there any sort of backstory or journey of the characters at all? Like, oh, funny. There is. But I'm not remembering it. Aristotle knows what it is. I can see by what he's. Wait, hold on. He's... Do you want to? Do you want to answer? What's the scoop with the Animal Crossing guy, especially? <laughs> well, in the N64 version, the idea is that they're toys that you're playing with and making them fight. Oh, that's a very right. good point. I remember that now. They're yeah. giant hands, and that's the last enemy. Is fucking have to beat off a hand that wants to jerk off. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> you have to beat up the hand. Otherwise, God jerks oh, off. That's, that's why there's the amiibo element. Amiibo. <laughs> uh, okay, amiibo. so do they keep that as a running theme throughout the Smash Brothers thing, you think? Not in this new one. Okay. Ah, shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a trippy-ass game, then. It's basically, we're God, and you're making Link and Mario fight. <laughs> yeah okay you know kids cool. playing <laughs> all right uh i mean yeah the, it's also like princesses fighting dude all kinds of options you know what i mean <laughs> have you played the game <laughs> you can play as you uh what is there are me characters now fuck what are the names oh yeah mine is fuck bear you could be a bear, and it has my face. <laughs> I like the games where you're God. Oh, and then my roommate, Chris Charpentier, no we made, he's a guy with a gun, and uh, his name is Cum Man. No way. Yeah. <laughs> These are the most epic fights ever. Cum Man versus Fuck Bear? Absolutely, dude. we got to get this on pay-per-view for like UFC events. Dude, I miss pay-per-view, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I miss a scrambled channel, dude. I miss jerking off for 30 seconds, you know? <laughs> I miss jerking off for 30 seconds. You can quote me on that. Mm. Mm. I do miss that. Mm, yes. I agreed. It's like you're bringing up an old nostalgic flavor. I'm like, Absolutely, right. dude. I miss that. To like, try to like catch catch the sex before I, it gets I mean, scrambled. I miss wearing onesie pajamas. Absolutely. And I miss trying to jerk off in 30 seconds. Totally, dude. <laughs> I know. That's what I call my 32nd birthday. <laughs> Onesie pajamas, race car bed, and jerking off to scrambled porn. That's right. That's what I was doing five years ago. <laughs> oh, boy. I smell a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, man, I'm interested... It really is so much Skyrim, so much Animal Crossing. Yeah, I love... A lot of people are saying Skyrim because it's a time killer. Um, they should make Skyrim an Animal Crossing fight. Oh, that's I'm true. God. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, here's why that's a little disappointing as a storyline. Like, It could have easily been like, the wizard Ganondorf opened up a dimensional portal and all these people are now here and he's making a fight like don't make me god and then you have to fight my hand at the end. like it's too fucking freaky oh my god that's why the hand yeah that's what i'm saying oh you my fight a hand at the end i never understood that was why the last boss was a fucking hand <laughs> in that's smash brothers i'm saying it's fucking trippy that's crazy dude and it's god 
clearly wants to jerk off, but you're the toys being like, no, remain a child forever. And, you know, it's like a Toy Story 5. Oh, my God. Because God wants to jerk off. Oh, no, dude. Will, will you explain where the Milky Way comes from? <laughs> you think God doesn't come? You explain that Milky Way. Oh man! Uh, oh, this is what I this is what I was looking for. This dude, Super Mario Three, fucking hell yeah, dude! Juan Medina said Super Mario Three. He says the music, the design, and my familiarity with it just put me in a good place. Well, that's the thing. We've been talking a lot about movies that are like a sorry gameplay that's an escape. Like I, I need this to just sort of like get through a hard time, but something raising your sense of well being and making you feel better is good too uh i like that the people wow lego game sorry running around and smashing everything into its constituent parts is so soothing that really is a very soothing game (laughs) yeah all lego games have that weird kind of like it's like sensory there's like a clicking noise every time you like start getting stuff and it's like you make like a million points every second. You know what I'm saying? Super so like, validating. Yeah, yeah it's like totally. so fucking. Va- it's just <laughs> a game called "You're Great." You're great, and you have no problems. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I feel that way where I feel like patronized too. Like when I'm playing Mario and you hit a box and like a thousand coins come out. You're like, okay, come on. Like I don't deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> I just hit a box. Well, I was going to say the people who run the podcast about gaming on Starburns, new player has joined. Uh, they wrote us and they wrote Snake. <laughs> game is fucking lit. Wow, funny, dude. <laughs> I, know, I was like, that's pretty funny. I still love that game. I remember when I found that game on the computers in computer class when I was in 10th grade. And I was like, it literally made me better at typing because I would hmm. try to get all my typing work done so I could play Snake for the rest of the class. <laughs> I like lo- I love that game. And now like that's the only way you can write a sketch. <laughs> it's like, no, I no, have no, it to was play like, Snake after. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, it was like work. literally a class on how to type. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, took yeah. that too. I think um I had that and uh we played Snake and then a different computer class I had later on. We started playing like Duke Nukem. That was a, oh, that was a really yeah. fun one. We were yeah. playing a little bit more advanced cuz we had to Turn it off real quick if the teacher walked by. Totally. So that was fun. Yeah, we would download. I don't think it was Duke Nukem. I think it was Doom for us because you could download. Hmm. Yeah, there was somewhere where you could download Doom for free. <laughs> it wasn't Doom. <laughs> Let's see other one. Columbine. Col- no, the so game Columbine. <laughs> Wolfenstein? Jesus Christ. I'm joking, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're joking. <laughs> but, but, uh, dude, if you weren't joking. <laughs> are, are you thinking, though, of Wolfenstein? <laughs> I might. I think I might be thinking of Wolfenstein. I yeah. remember that one. Yeah. That was great. Wolfenstein, Doom, and Duke Nukem were all like, oh, you know what else? Man, there are two games that when I... I mean, there's also the part of your life where you're young and you're like not aware of your own depression. Two games got me out of it in a big way. One was Scorched Earth. Did you ever play Scorched Earth? No, what's that? That was the one that was like the art was really, really rudimentary. It was just like um, uh, some sort of terrain that was just a solid color, like a mountain drawn in green. And then you had a tiny tank. uh, And there was another tank on the other side of the mountain. And you would just like... You would pick the like pitch of your yeah. of your <laughs> cannon, yeah. yeah, and how strong, how hard you would shoot it, 
and uh, and try to hit the other tank. This is how I bust now. I do. I use all this information, the curvature of the Earth, how far away my wife is, how close the sun is. Dude, you need to write a book called "This Is How I Bust." <laughs> this is how dude. I bust. This is how I bust, this dude. Is how I bust. All the pages are stuck together. What a book. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> how I bust. Wow, that's so fuck. funny to sell a book and it's called This Is How I Bust, but you you can't open it. It's just a brick. <laughs> <laughs> like my picture on the front where I'm wearing like a sweater. I look like a collegiate professor. This is how I bust. And all the pages are stuck together every book. I have to bust every book. And people, the reviews on the back are like, it's a real page can't turner. <laughs> oh ratchet and clank sure 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 sure, sure. <laughs> i feel that way about a couple of games where it's like crash bandicoot yeah uh, they're they're fine they're, they're just never really uh oh no i'm with it a, a, a good platformer just never really like played that through them that much i feel like yeah it's fun i think uh in my mind a platformer is gonna be the kind of thing that sort of makes you feel better but i don't know because it's just mm. so in the moment task based do you know what i mean yeah like you're trying to beat you beat the levels pretty quickly uh so it's actually validating whereas just running around in breath of the wild and you're like listening to the wind <laughs> yeah i don't know if this is a hard and fast theory but as i'm going through these and i am seeing the repetition of say like platformers like games for this kind of cute escapism and then i'm seeing games like fallout 4 and skyrim and yeah. all these like desolate world ones but i'm not seeing any like nba jam many like oh, no yeah. sports games really true because everyone i know and this is my dumb theory but everyone i do know who plays those i I don't know. <laughs> they seem pretty together. Right. <laughs> They're right. always like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to go <laughs> home and play NBA Jam. I'm like, totally. <laughs> you know? I know. But Chris <laughs> plays so much fucking FIFA, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking... I like this watching so soccer, funny. but I fucking hate that game. I like... It's too real. You're... Because playing it's soccer is hard, real. so that game is hard. And just make it easy, dude. You can take a break without pausing the game and go play an actual game of soccer and come back. Totally. Yeah, dude. It is like, oh, man. I, it's uh, too real. He sits there, and he's actually like trying to get... The, the score at the end of his games is like two to nothing. I'm like, I thought this was a fucking game. Two to nothing? <laughs> oh, my God. I... um. I'll watch it when it's the World Cup, World Cup, but like it's so hard to like, yeah. Watch FIFA video game playing. Oh, oh yeah. my god, it's so boring. Oh my god, uh, yeah, man, it's interesting. I wonder if that's true. I wonder if it. There's also a possibility that the personality type of people who play those like intricate, realistic sports video games do have depression and are less in touch with it. Yeah, likely. I don't know. Another maybe not. possible theory is that we don't really attract a sports audience. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, there like, you go. We're to blame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually you know, what it is. Possible. <laughs> we're it's entirely possible. <laughs> and won't shut up about fucking Batman. So, like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> this was great, man. Uh, thank you guys so much for the suggestions. 
we loved uh, not making fun of you, but just <laughs> <laughs> interacting with you. We're actually going to continue this conversation over on the bonus episode uh, this week that's at patreon.com slash suicide buddies. And uh, yeah, we'll probably talk about a lot of the same suggestions, but just get deeper into like our feelings about those games and why we think... Um, people like them. So if you're interested in that, go over there. Dude, get on the Patreon, join, get God mode. Basically, listen mm-hmm. to the podcast on God mode, and, <laughs> God mode and listen to the video game episode on God mode. And we're going to be talking all God mode <laughs> <laughs> on the bonus. All God mode. Oh, games. man. That's so funny. Yeah, I guess it is God mode. It's like the it's like the DLC, dude. It's the extra. If you want to like get, if you want more, I, I've been playing, <laughs> dude. I've been playing Life on God mode. Wow, <laughs> never I'm felt a better. Total solipsist. All right, later, dude. None of you were real. Yeah, uh, I, I don't really give a shit if you're leaving me. I've got a hundred bullets. <laughs> oh hundred full. I'm full. <laughs> I just ate a turkey, 100 bullets. Uh, get <laughs> our new Black Metal InfoWars uh, Halloween-only shirt. It's at suicidebuddies.threadless.com. Yeah. We'll post photos. You'll see how sick it is. It's awesome. Go to hamptonyunt.com and get tickets to see him in the South, uh, in Atlanta, Wilmington, and where else? Uh, probably the D.C. area. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, early December, but you guys check it out. Cool. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. You're the fucking best, and... Uh, Glad you're alive. We'll see you next time. Glad you're alive. Thanks for listening to the show. Just a reminder, we joke around on this show a lot because we've thought about suicide a lot, so we're comfortable with it. But if you are right now thinking about suicide, having any suicidal thoughts at all, if you're coming close, we can't urge you enough to talk to a professional. And the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always there. 1-800-273-TALK. Call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They will talk you through it and help you know that you are loved on this earth and you don't need to leave us. Thanks again for listening to the show. See you next time. Podcast Network.